0: Hello and welcome to our podcast, Speak Up, everyone. Okay, for today, we are going to talk about the experience of one year of online learning. I'm Nurin, your host for today, and we'll be discussing about an evolution of technology in education. The topic sounds great, right? Anyway, I'm not alone. I'm with our special guests, which are Najuan, Shinkyat and Rinisha. Hmm, I know you guys want to know further about our guests, right? Isn't it? That's okay, I can help you guys to get to know them. Let me introduce them first. You know what, guys? They are all our first year students. The first guest is Shinkat, currently studying mechanical engineering. Next guest is Najwan, which is also an engineering student. And the last one, we have Dinisha, majoring in chemistry science with education. Probably you guys wondering why our guests are here, right? Actually, they are all here to answer of the questions. Perhaps they may tell their story and experience about one year of our learning so far. So welcome our guests, Najwa, Rinisha, and Shinkat. How are you guys doing? Hi. 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 Anyway, thank you so much for joining with us today. Great, actually, to know you are here to share with us your talks. So for today, we would like to have an in-depth discussion about one year of online learning. First of all, hmm, you might not know what online learning is. So let me give some talk of what online learning is, as basically, it is an education that takes place over the internet. It is usually referred to as e-learning, among other terms. Maybe you have been thinking like, why does online learning take place now? Like, why? So online learning has been on the rise in recent years, largely due to the inconvenience, cost, and accessibility the system offers compared to traditional learning. This growth has only been fueled by the coronavirus pandemic, that forced down the shutters of online on university and schools worldwide. So, without further ado, we will discuss the ins and outs of, one, of online learning, whereby what actually we have done and what we should improve. That's very an interesting topic that we are going to discuss for today. So, be sure to listen all the way through for the details, okay? Anyway, to discuss further with this topic, I would like to raise some questions to our guests. So maybe they perhaps can give their own opinions or can tell their experience. Firstly, what is your take on online learning in general, Rinisha? What do you
1: think? Mm, Thanks, Nurin. For me, I think online learning does fulfill the requirement to actually learn. And it's just the way for conveying the information has changed. If during physical class, lecturers or teachers may share the information through face-to-face, now, through online learning, the information the information is just shared through apps like WhatsApp, Google Meet. For me, it's like as long as one has the determination to learn, the environment nor the type of learning mood won't affect one's performance. Besides, online learning do have the capacity to allow students to gain knowledge as if they went to school physically. In my opinion is, even if one goes to school, it doesn't really mean that she or she is going to school to gain knowledge because some of them is just going to school due to parent six, or they want to meet their friends and play together or discuss about gaming and so on. So for me, is that it really depends on one's attitude and behavior. Basically, when Malaysia has started MCO, a lot of news and issues related to online learning has been reported. I have been realized that some of the students are really making effort to attend the online classes. Some of them even climb on the tree to find a network. So from this scenario, I can say that one's attitude is the most important thing in the learning process. If one is lazy, no matter he or she go to school or learn through online, for sure he or she won't gain any knowledge. But if one has a positive attitude who's willing to learn, For sure, the type of learning mood won't affect them. And what I can say is that the type of learning mood won't affect students to gain knowledge as long as they are willing to make contribution. So that's all from me. Yeah, I do agree with
0: you, Nisha. Attitude is very, very important. So that's good to hear that. Anyway, Najwan, actually you are an engineering student, right? So basically, maybe you have different perspective So what do you think? Does this online learning allow students to gain knowledge as if they went to school physically?
2: Well, um, yes, first of all, um, thank you, Noreen. Well, um, you know, to actually address uh, this question of uh, whether it fulfills a requirement and does it have uh, capacity and so on, I would like to disclaim that we need to be less prejudiced to discuss this issue. because So let's take out the fact that I am an engineering student first so if i were a student so we are talking about gaining knowledge so if you ask me does it fulfills a requirement to actually learn yes i must say yes online learning as far as i am concerned is just a different method of learning and i would say that things changes by times you know everything changes by time so online learning is just uh, is one of the processes that have changed Back then we have to go to school, we meet our friends, stay in a class, in a group of students that we learn a subject, but now it has changed We are now be able to learn things through the comfort of our own home, maybe for some people on their own bed, okay, through our own laptop in our own home, we don't have to travel two, three kilometers a day, and for me, online learning in terms of the capacity to learn, to gain knowledge yes the it does fulfill the requirement but I do have to agree very very uh, strongly with uh, Renisha just now because at the end of the day it w- it will be it will still be able to fulfill a requirement to learn but then it will fully be depending on the student itself if one have that um, aim to actually gain something from learning from the courses that they take um, they will be able to do it whether physically or virtually. But if one does not have that willingness, does not have that focus, does not have the aim and vision to actually do better for their own self, um, no matter they are going to study virtually or even going to school, numerous of lectures won't even be able to help them to gain knowledge if they, they do not put effort and or good willingness inside of them. So that's how I see it.
0: Yeah, I do agree with you as well, Najuan. Like, we knew that this online learning has caused everything change. We hope that we managed to survive until the end of our last semester. All right, since you have uh, two uh, an engineering student, which is another guest, uh, Shane Cat. maybe you can share with us your perspective, like, uh, does it better to be online learning or to go to physical classes?
3: Okay, so um, let us take the definition of learning. So, um, learning actually is an action to like gain some knowledge or some skill in the process, lah. So, um, whether the online learning will f- fulfill the requirement of actual learning, I think it depends. Depends on two important factors. One is the type of the knowledge that we want to gain, and the second type is the type of students. So, we'll talk about the first point first. The type of knowledge. So, as an example, like, um, different course have different knowledge that they need to uh need to gain. So, in order to gain some knowledge, they need they need to have different method, uh. For example, like security, uh, cyber security, they maybe just need a laptop because all they learn is about uh IT. Then what they learn is just what they need is just a laptop so they can learn everything virtually. As another example is maybe uh, software engineering. yeah. So they can learn all the application or all the programming in, with, with a laptop only. So if this kind of knowledge, I think um, in this current situation of online learning, it to fulfill the requirement. So in other hands, okay, the other knowledge lies as an example as an engineering. We need some hands-on practical knowledge so in this way actually uh, in this mode of online learning we can't really do physics we can't really do practical things so it will like restrict our learning process so i think that um, engineering do have learned some knowledge in this online learning however it's not enough for us to like um, in the for us to use in the future so in conclusion in the type of knowledge it depends so for the knowledge that can be learned uh, fully in the virtual form yes that kind of online learning is fulfilled but if some course or some people need the knowledge that practical I think is still a room of improvement for this current online learning the second one is the type of student so what is the different type of student so as an example uh, primary students and also the university student so it is quite difficult for us to like uh make a primary students to focus on the laptop and learn everything is they they that they need so
2: um,
3: because this is why because it it is because of the they don't know how to behave themselves so um that kind of knowledge they want to uh, gain they don't really like know okay today i need to like uh, study this thing study this thing study this thing so in this way if it is online learning when they see the things only on the laptop and they lost the interest to study they will just give up and sleep on the bed so this is one of the restriction for online study lah. because uh, as we know the primary students like as an example for my brother they need to expose the outside world to like learn knowledge as an example if you bring them to the park and they saw the butterfly saw the tree then at the same time they know oh this is different species thing or the how the butterfly is grow how the structure of the butterfly how is the wing, and what is the function so in this way they can learn more better so if it is on online mode, it's some kind of restrict the study the things of the primary student can be studied, however, if in the perspective of uh, university students like us, we do know how to manage our time and we do know what kind of knowledge is very important for our future. So, no matter how we will take an action to conquer those kinds of uh, obstacles or challenges in order to learn the new knowledge, so if, even though there's still some restriction, but we will do our best to like conquer those kind of obstacles. So, in conclusion. Um, the online learning is depends also on the type of students and yeah the students which is uh, a little bigger like us will be more better uh, to adopt the learning mode. So for the primary students, I think need more time and also need some improvement so that uh, we create more interaction with, within them in this virtual learning and they have interest to continue learning. Yeah, that's all from me. Thank you.
0: yeah Yeah. so although you have been experiencing this kind of learning so what is your view like quality of future graduates that will be affected due to online learning
3: so my perspective for online learning okay so in this word in this way we we will explain about how, how it affect the quality of online learning so first uh i think as a, as, a, as a engineering perspective, the most things that affect is the uh, practical. So in engineering, world, a lot of things need to be practical. So we need to know that kind of knowledge in order to, to handle those kind of tools. As an example for, for me, like a mechanical engineering, we need to learn how to structure the things. Uh, one of the process to structure the things, to connect the thing is called welding. So actually, Um, in this online mode we have learned welding but it's in different ways so i just uh give you the example so uh in the past if you want to learn the welding we need to go to the laboratory and try to use it and try to uh, know how many force or how is the angle for us to like weld it better however in this situation uh we just only use the virtual apps to like learn how to weld and what how we uh how we activate the tooth is we just enter the button that enter the button then the things come up so we, we can't really uh know it betterly how is the angle how is the force and how is the other thing? so the, the kind of technique is difficult to teach in online modes so i think that this one is one of the things that will affect the uh, quality of future students However, in in term, if you want to see in terms of the uh theoretical knowledge, I think that uh, will, will help us will help the graduate to increase because in the online study mode, we can keep watching the recording. If you don't understand once you can watch twice, you can watch fourth, you can watch whatever time and whatever time that you want. So it will increase the quality of, uh, of theoretical knowledge. However, it will decrease. the the
0: quality of the practical knowledge. Yeah, that's all for me. Thank you. That's cool, Shinkat. I also, like, gain new knowledge about mechanical engineering. Like, literally, we hope that this pandemic will end very soon. Um, How about Rini Shah? What say you? Because, like, your major is science education, right? Perhaps it will be much impacted on you? And other Mm, graduates
1: as well? Um, actually, for this question, I don't have two different answers because I look at it from two different perspectives. So first, we are in the 21st century, right? So, and online learning is becoming a trend. Some of the schools in overseas have even started the online learning before the pandemic. And some of the university and colleges have started to provide online programs for those who are interested. And according to the research, Percentage of students taking one or more undergraduate classes increased from 15.6% in 2004 to 43.1% in 2016. So if the university administrator realized that online learning will affect the undergraduates' quality, will the online learning courses be offered? So for me, it's that for sure the university administrator is okay with online learning. And they have taught and discussed about the pros and cons of online learning. That's why they are okay with it. And might be they have come up with a solution that they think will have the graduates in the future without affecting the qualities of future graduates. And if I look at it from another perspective, I may comment that online learning um, might not allow students to have the hands-on feeling, especially for hands-on fields like surgery, medicine, and the sciences subject. And me, myself, is a science stream student, and I've attended online classes for two semesters. I personally think that online learning is tends to focus on theory rather than practice. So when only theories are focused, how are we going to survive when we enter to the society? It's because nowadays, the employers are asking for practical knowledge, and they are not focusing on your grade or theories. And there's a case where a degree is seen everywhere because tertiary education is accessible for everyone. Everyone can approach it easily. And it creates a scenario where job seats are limited, but a lot of competition are existing among the graduates. So if you want to get the job, you need to fight among each other. And the world is very cruel. It won't give second chance to the loser. So when most of the graduates do not have the hands-off experience, for sure, they will lose, right? Because the weak will die out and the strong will survive and will live on forever. So at the end, I believe that it will lead to a scenario where we can see a lot of graduates are unemployed because they don't have the criteria which required by most of the employers. So in conclusion, what I can say is different people will have different views toward this issue.
0: Wow, such a an informative answer. I just knew the statistics especially. I hope that we and future graduates will be able to cope with this online learning. Anyway, it would not be great if we wouldn't hear view from our engineering student, right? So maybe, Najran, uh, you can share with us uh, your view on the quality of future graduates due to this pandemic? Um,
2: sure, Nurin. Well, um, I cannot just say when we are talking about uh, the quality of future graduates, it will, will not be fair if I just talk about um, we, the students in tertiary education, just. Because at the end of the day, um, this whole uh, online learning does affect whole, the whole system from the tertiary education to secondary and to the primary. So I think I have two different point of view here. First of all, if we look into, let's talk about the primary and the secondary students. I I'll, I'll love to talk about my closest example, which is my brother and my sister, my younger brother and my younger sister. Both. Uh, my sister is, uh, is currently taking uh, SPM and my brother is in standard four, uh, standard three, I'm sorry. So, both of my brother and my sister are Uh, throughout online learning, or what do we famously call PDPR in our house. So, what I found, contrary to what I did back then was, back when I was taking SPM, if compared to my sister now, um, whenever I do my study, whenever I do my uh, exercises and so on, my source of reference was just mainly my textbook, or my reference book, or either my teacher. That was the only three reference that I had, because I was in boarding school, and regardless of being in boarding school or in a uh, normal school, but that was basically all that we had. But now, what my sister was being to able to get was, she had her th- uh, textbook, her reference book, and her laptop. So the idea of having a laptop when you study is a completely different idea of not having a laptop because you see, internet is an unlimited, boundless horizon of knowledge. You see, it is unlimited knowledge on laptop with the Internet, with the YouTube, with the uh, Bing and so on. There is a lot of sources on the Internet to help um, students to actually gain knowledge. So if you talk about the quality of the students, if you are about to compare the primary students and secondary students back then and the primary and secondary students now, I must say that the students nowadays, the primary and the secondaries, are exposed to a much vast amount of uh, knowledge at the moment with the internet with how they are integrating all the textbooks into online how they are linking everything to uh, international knowledge international uh, book sources and webinars and so on so this is a very great it is basically a great indicator of the um, for the primary and the secondary students on behalf of the tertiary students i must say unfortunately that we do have uh, some disadvantages which is uh, considering this uh, have much more related to me as an engineering student particularly, and also some of my students in medicine, in dental for instance, I remember my friend, two weeks ago, uh, she was uh, in uh, in, a, in dentistry, so they had to learn anatomy, uh, anatomy. So they have to study anatomy of the human body virtually. So that is quite... Um, not easy basically. It was very very hard because to study anatomy virtually and to be able to actually explain and comprise everything into a very uh, interchangeable knowledge to be explained to the others, that is very very hard. So particularly when it comes to practices and hands-on um, practical uh, knowledge, yes it is very hard and it is a disadvantage and I do agree 110% with Renisha employers nowadays do look for practical knowledge for uh, uh, on their graduates so when considering that back then even though we do have practices in laboratories and uh, land surveying and so on but now we don't have those so i must say the quality of the future graduates must be affected uh, become it will become worse for the next few years but at the end of the day we cannot say totally it will become worse because at the end of the day if the graduates are be able to cope with the situation and try to find something to actually cover up all these flaws, all these uh, reduced weaknesses, uh, I must say that it is not the case uh, at all. So yeah, that's how I see it.
0: Anyway, yeah, I agree with you Najuan. I also can observe that for my sister and brothers as well. Just now, you mentioned about practical knowledge. Actually, what would you say that engineering students are facing like those bi- biggest challenges for online learning? Is that considered your biggest challenges for practical knowledge for an engineering student? What say you?
2: Um, yeah, sure, I respectfully agree. Uh, practical or hands on practices are, uh, I would say, engineering, not just engineering students' biggest uh, challenges, but also medical students are biggest challenges dental students biggest challenges and even i'll say business administrations biggest students biggest challenges must be not be able to go and have this physical interaction with people so in general when we uh, when we consider uh, for instance i am a civil engineering student i i took uh, two or three subjects uh, for my year one in civil engineering which actually heavily related to Uh, practical uh, and hands-on practices which is uh, I learned about materials of civil engineering, We learned a lot uh, about cement producing and in my second semester I learned about land surveying which is the study of mapping the topography of the land and so on Uh, study of distance of the earth and so on so all of these actually involve uh, devices that we need to actually know how to operate and use which is the theodolite uh, in general just for your reference so when we are not be able to study or be able to be in the lab to actually look into this device, it does give effect to us, not just practically, but also theoretically. Because you see, to answer the examinations, to actually be able to transfer the real-life situation into paper when you're answering exam, you need to understand really how does it work. And at the point of we, as students in civil engineering, not be able to um, touch the device and know how does it operate, not be able to in, uh, actually expect and anticipate any form of uh, problems that we are going to have, have actually caused us a lot of trouble when actually relating the real-life situation, the practical situation, and to integrate it on, uh, into theory. So when this happens, it does affect our theoretical knowledge in general. For us, for me particularly, as an engineering student, this is my biggest uh, challenge, I must say.
0: Yeah, I really understood your situation. Like, I do have friend like, study engineering as well. She also has the same challenges as you. Maybe, perhaps, you can share with us, like, how do you cope with that situation?
2: Well, um, I cannot say that I have 100% coped with the situation. I must say, I must have uh, clarified that in the first place I must uh, I have not 100% cope with the situation but I've tried my best and uh, at the point of still figuring out if there are a better way but I found that the best way to help us uh, gain these hands-on practices uh, practical knowledge throughout uh, online learning is through YouTube for me, particularly as an engineering student, I found uh, numerous amount of channels on YouTube's uh, that actually help student, engineering student, to uh, be able to gain the knowledge that we have to implement in the engineering field. And even though it is a practical knowledge, but the fact that some of the channel developer and the YouTuber actually be able to make an interactive video that actually involve uh, lots of uh, practical videos and tutorial for us as an engineering student, it does help me a little bit. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, for my and en- uh, engineering surveying, where I have to handle geodata, I do have follow uh, some of channels, uh, some channels on YouTube such as Practical Engineering and so on. Yes, they they does help me to uh, have a better insight in terms of the device that I have to operate on what can I anticipate, what will happen, how does it actually impact in engineering field, how do we use this, how do this change the engineering um, perspective and so on. Yeah, it does help. But also not just on YouTube, for instance, my friend, uh, friend in um, medicine actually told me uh, a few months back that they have this uh, virtual application where they be able to, uh, where they integrated the human anatomy into AR where they can scroll through the human body like a machine moving uh, throughout the body and exploring the anatomy. So that is the only way we can actually cope. Even though um, we try to run away from online learning, but at the end of the day, we are we do have to go back to online or basically to the internet to actually uh, cope with the situation that we are in now.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear that. Now, you really managed well to, add, to actually overcome those challenges. Mm, you, uh, although Shinkat uh, is an engineering student as well, same as Najwan, maybe perhaps you have uh, a bit different uh, from your perspective about the challenges that you have been faced?
3: OK, thank you. Thank you, Nuri. So uh, I partially agree with uh, Najuan uh, comment on the challenge. So I. Do have that kind of challenge also. So, uh, but for me, I would like to say different kind of challenge, which is not only in the perspective of engineering students, but in the perspective of university students or even secondary school students. So, I think the biggest challenge for online studying is the vibe. Uh, in virtual learning or online pro- online learning program, actually, we can't feel the vibe because, um, as an example, like in the past. If your school or your university have any kind of test, then I'm pretty sure that you and your course will gather together at a place then together to study hard to get a good grade. However, in this situation, in this virtual learning situation, we are unable to do this because uh, it will create a cluster for COVID. So hmm, this is one of the restriction of online study. So we are separate by the situation, which we only can uh study alone in front of the laptop and doesn't have uh, someone to motivate us. So in this situation, once we just get demotivated then we will just uh, do nothing and maybe just lie on our bed and just uh, play around. So this is one of the obstacles. Uh. So in order in order to uh, Solve this kind of problem actually um, for me i think that i would try to like uh take part in more event and know more friends and in this way you are try to uh, know someone who is still uh, paying their effort in order to call to solve this kind of problem to conquer this kind of challenge and they have pretty much uh method la, so you can learn from them la. Uh, for me i i think that the most efficient way is like you just know more friends and one of the methods is you form a study group with them and in this way you will feel the vibe you will feel that ah you're still fighting your your friends are still study hard for the good grade and besides if you have any question you're not so sure about your uh knowledge your course like as an example last sem for term thermodynamic maybe Uh, some theory i not so understand so you can just come up with a online meeting and discuss together so that you guys can have a better understanding and in this way um like what nadran say um, refer to youtube so actually maybe if you are uh, you are alone then you are quite difficult to find a good source to like uh, visualize the knowledge or to like learn the knowledge so in the way of google a Google meeting not only Google maybe you can zoom or Microsoft team also in this way actually you you guys are exchanging the source so you guys can have a more widened perspective towards one knowledge. So in this way actually you guys can learn more. So um, the challenge is there so if you want to change it you need to do some action because uh, there's some obstacle There, theres some challenge of course there is some solution. So I think this is one of my good way lah, to like group, have a virtual group studies in order to feel the vibe and also exchange all the resources.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, I really agree with you, Shengket. Finally, your way better to overcome all those difficulties that you have faced. That's good, Shengket. Um, how about Renisha? Since she is majoring in science with education, maybe she would have different view about uh, difficulties that she has faced during one year of online learning? What say you,
1: Shrinisha? Mm, yeah, Um. for me, I believe that the biggest challenge for online learning will be ourselves, our attitude, because online learning is really different from physical learning, because online learning really requires a lot of hard work and effort. So, me, myself, have undergone and experienced physical classes from primary school anti-matriculation. So when I come to know that I'm going to attend my university class through online, it's a really big shock for me, you know. Um, during the first week of my class, I'm quite i le- I'm quite blurred and I even don't know what am I am learning. I even have the thought of give up because I think that a person like me who do not really know how to use computer apps, can I survive throughout the online learning? But then I try to change my attitude, always motivate myself. And right now, I have successfully completed my first year. So for me, I personally believe that attitude is everything. One need to ensure that he or she always, always have the motivation to attend the online classes. It's because we are going to attend the online classes from home. And the school teachers, nor lecturers, won't call or text each of every student and require them to join the class because I personally believe that this is a thing that won't happen. Just imagine a teacher or lecturer is handling more than 100 students. Is it possible for them to call every student and remind them about the classes? I guess it's not, right? And about which aspect does it impact significantly is that I believe it will impact everything. If you don't show a good and positive attitude, for sure, you can't attend the online learning consistently and gain knowledge, which at the end will make one to become failure. OK, so it's because your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. And about how can one overcome the challenges is that by changing your attitude and make yourself become a better person. So basically, a positive attitude is a catalyst and it will spark extraordinary results. Remember that attitude is everything. Hence, I believe that once one has changed his or her attitude, the success ways are not far from he or she. So attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Always show some positive attitude during the online classes and feel motivated to attend the online classes. Okay, When he or she is able to change his attitude, I guess other challenges will be a piece of cake. Okay. I believe he or she can overcome all the difficulties that he or she faced and eventually achieve what he or she dreamed for. So that's my opinion.
0: Yeah, I do feel the same way as you, Renesha. Almost give up with studies. However, like we actually try to find a way to cope with that. Anyway, you got a good point there. Is actually attitude is everything. Yay, uh, what a good close for our discussion for today, Barinisha. I learned a lot from three of our guests. They have different opinions and also got a different backgrounds and view based on their experience and knowledge. Thank you so much for three of our guests for joining us today. I hope audience and listen to this podcast would benefit as well. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Speak Up. Stay tuned for next week where we are going to talk about education and equality under COVID-19. Bye.
2: Bye-bye,
1: Nuri. Thank you. you. Goodbye. Thank you.